1: Numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on Visa. one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good
0: Tuesday morning to is a numbers game at Visa the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, FUBO, SLING, Game Plus, iHeart Radio, YouTube TV. All brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay in the house as well. Jeff, can't wait to talk about the college basketball game with you. What a game last the night we will get to it where does that rank on your all-time games given the stakes given the given the stage
1: it's high i don't know how high it is but it's it's up there i mean the biggest comeback in championship championship game history speaks for itself
0: it's tremendous we'll get to that all the details got some questions about that game to sort of Throw out as we project forward to other things in our betting lives because I think there's a lesson to be learned on something that went down last night, betting wise, moving forward. Chris Felica will join us, hour number two, the Bear El Oso from ESPN's College Game Day, Stanford Steve of the Bear podcast, and of course, Daily Wager. He'll talk about his master's picks, his thoughts on the game last night as well. Dave Tindall joins us next hour. Dave Tindall from across the pond with his Leeds accent. Uh, who does his annual thing. Remember, we do our championship formula for March Madness, which, by the way, hits again with a Kansas win. Dave Tyndall does a similar thing for the Masters every year. And, in fact, he had Hideki Matsuyama. Now, he had Hideki Matsuyama in 2019, two years before Hideki Matsuyama actually won it which would be that Patrick Cantlay would probably win it this year. But we'll find out who his championship formula formula reveals for the Masters. That's next hour. Paul Carr on the Champions League as well with our global theme today. Um, We will talk Champions League two games today, two games tomorrow. He's got thoughts, I believe, on three of the four. So we'll talk to Paulie here a little later on. And as we always do on Tuesdays, uh, always great to uh, have him first thing Tuesday morning. It's Drew Dinsick from NBC Sports Edge. Uh, I should say uh, the NBC Sports beat the is it beat the edge? I always now I'm forgetting what's bet the edge for God's sakes. It's the Deep Dive podcast, and then it's NBC Sports Bet the Edge. And you know what messes me up is that on screen they put up NBC Sports Edge, so the whole thing gets messed up. Drew, did everybody? How you doing,
2: man? It's a great morning. The the Kansas Jayhawks are champions. Thoughts and prayers to anyone on the East Coast who's a UNC fan. Stayed up for uh, yes uh, for that uh, collapse in the second half. I know it was probably like (laughs) what like one o'clock Eastern time before that was resolved. Sorry for you guys. Thoughts and Uh, prayers. Heart heartfelt sorry for you. all of you UNC fans out there. Yeah. Um, No, but in in seriousness, that was uh, about as good a drama as you could have asked for. Um, You could sense the uh, you know the Kansas players obviously bought into the comeback and the momentum shift early in that. Uh, second half, and then it was uh, appointment viewing television from then on, so uh, good game, good end of the season. Well, let me
0: bring up something since I, was, I said I was going to bring it up later, but I'll bring it up now, because I had, I had Robert McCormick for most outstanding player uh, oh. plus 616 I had him just before the game. I was like, you know what? You know, for the same principle I, I, I put to Caleb Love when I said 20-1, to one, if you think Carolina's winning it all before the uh, semis, before the final four, I said Caleb Love 20-1 to one is, is my play, because he's already had one game where he kind of won it single-handedly against UCLA. Mm-hmm. So I thought Kansas was going to win last night. I was like, okay, Robert McCormick, he's already had his, you know, he he beat Villanova. He was the difference in the Villanova game. If he has a good game tonight, he's going to get MOV. He did everything he was supposed to do, everything. And they went ahead and they gave it to Abaji anyway. <laughs> I'm just like, wait a minute. What? What happened? What? What's going on here? And so I guess just projecting forward to the NBA, which obviously you will have thoughts on all the time. Uh, Should we take a lesson from this? I I try to put this forward, (laughs) right? I try to put this forward when in baseball, we're like, no one's talking about Brandon Crawford. Maybe we should pay a little attention to him. And at a hundred to one, he finished third in NL MVP. Not that he won it, but you get the idea. So I'm guessing with some of these NBA awards, are we, are are we forgetting that these are human beings are going to do whatever the hell they want with their votes? Yeah.
2: I mean, yes, (laughs) this is all like handicapping an award market uh, always is funny because you're never actually saying well who is the best defensive player in the NBA it's much more of you know who fits the narrative for what the award you know the award voters want to you know recognize this year and it changes year over year and there's a million moving parts what it's even crazier for a vote, a vote like the mop because uh, presumably they had to turn in those votes long before the game was fully over oh, and geez. uh and a bunch of them may have just kind of ha- you know had you know penciled in obagi like before the game started just because you know he's kind of, you know, he had such a spectacular shooting performance against Nova. And, you know, it was kind of, you know, assumed that if anyone got it from Kansas, he was your first choice. And so, you know, they may have just kind of penciled in Obaji and not really ever revisiting it because they're all on a deadline to get their, you know, their their stories written. Uh, true. Right? We're betting Every, on this stuff, yeah. man. We're betting on I this know. stuff. Well, I, I mean, Super Bowl MVP goes this way too. A yes. good, you know, good friend of ours who's been in the booth with the, you know, with a bunch of voters in the past told us this, like, you know, all those guys who are voting are all under deadline to get their story filed as soon as possible. And so the idea that they are really sitting there and thinking hard about this before they submit those votes is just not true. It's not. They are doing it on the fly as quickly as possible so that they can get on with their paid job. (laughs) And, you know, I I think surely the decision last night was wrong. I could not. I thought, I, I mean, what was he, the fifth or sixth most valuable Jayhawk on the floor last night? Um, and he somehow is the most outstanding for the whole tournament uh, so that that was uh that was a a, a stretch I thought and uh, I thought the McCormick uh, McCormick betters got uh,
0: got got jabbed yeah, we did jabbed that's one way of putting it. I got a better verb for it but I'll leave it off. I'll leave it off here. Uh all right. I want to get your masters picks. I want to get any NBA picks you have tonight. But first, before we do that, I just want to spend a few sure. good minutes talking about something because I talk about how in NCAA's, I love playing survivor pools and I try to promote them. I'm like, "God, you you'll never fill out another bracket when you when you play a survivor pool. It's so much cooler. It's so much more interesting. It's three-dimensional. It's awesome." With the Masters, and you do this, I think, with multiple majors. Maybe you even did it for March Madness. You do something um, called a Calcutta. Lots of people do it. And, oh, oh you're already you're already, you're tracking. I don't know if you were, you, you object no, with the no, characters. No, no, no. But, no, but I'd, lo- I'd, love to, <laughs> I'd love to talk about general <laughs> Calcutta strategies because I think there's a lot of people that are fascinated by that and are like, I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. What can you provide for our audience?
2: yeah so I and first of all, hat tip to Jeff Mon and Rufus Peabody for putting on the high stakes Calcutta that they do fell. Super fun, uh, because, you know, there's you, you obviously, you, you know, there's nothing stopping you from going and putting a futures bet on a given team. Uh, and obviously, if they ultimately win, you get that, you know, you, you get that rush of, you know, not just the ride along the way, but then ultimately the, the big score, the big payday. Um, but when it comes to, you know, college basketball is probably the best example. You have a t- team of, you know, field of 68. um, and until you know what the shape of that field is, you know, properly pricing everybody's path and, and you know, a true fair on all of the uh, teams is, is very challenging. In fact, it's, it's pretty much impossible, in my opinion. Uh, you need to know path in order to get uh, some realistic uh, certainty uh, on college basketball futures market. And so a uh, Calcutta swoops in where now once you know the path, you auction off all of the teams to the various players in the pool. Um, and then everybody basically has their stake riding on the teams that are kind of in their portfolio and uh it's a super super fun way to go about uh, participating in all these we you know we did it for the uh you know for nfl you know, playoffs for the uh, college basketball season. We're going to do it for the masters here coming up tomorrow. Um, And uh, you know, it's, it's extremely fun because number one, you need to come up with a fair price for what every team is worth. That entirely boils down to, well, what are the rules of your pool? And you know, what is the payout structure? Uh, And then you need to handicap the group you're participating with right? Who mm-hmm. in this group is especially high on which teams that I'm going to you know, go in there and try to make sure. Cause it's an auction. It's an you're going to try to bid those players up. And it's like, it's like the same as a fantasy football auction with your friends. You're like, well, my, I know my guy is a, you know, as a Patriots fan, so I'm going to make sure that I bid up Tom Brady every year. And you know, and, and that in doing so you're making sure that the pot is juiced on top of the fact that, you know, you're getting plus, you know, you're, 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 you're going to get plus EV on some other player or some other team. Uh, and it's the same concept. And so kind of going in with some expectation of what. What's the ultimate pot going to be? Because that determines the payout on every team is super important. Um, And then, uh, you know, just coming up with a set of numbers where you're like, okay, Kansas coming into this tournament, I have them worth – Eight percent of the pot whatever that pot ultimately becomes and then now i have a price where if i think the pot's going to get up to uh you know a hundred dollars then i'm not going to go any higher than bidding eight dollars on kansas um and you know you extrapolate that for whatever you think the fair pot size is going to be uh and it makes for a super fun experience because um you know you may look at say a calcutta like the one we participated in and say well how, why in the world wouldn't you just go put that amount of money on kansas to win it at a better price you would have gotten more and the idea of the the fact that the payout structure is fluid you get paid for every round of advancement instead of simply just getting it if they win it all, as you know. What, you know which is a very top-heavy way to play a futures market. It's it's a it's a much more dynamic pool uh, and a more fun way, in my opinion, at least, to, to participate in the in the tournament.
0: Do and, you do you typically yeah. employ the uh, diversify your portfolio strategy, or oh, yeah. you you do? Well, there's two. Well, there
2: again, the the rules matter, right? So for the Gulf Calcutta that we're going to do tomorrow, it's a super top heavy uh, payout structure. Uh, You basically need somebody to get top 10 realistically in order to be in the money. Um, And so for those pools, if you have a huge portfolio of 12 golfers or 20 golfers and out of a, out of a field of 70, right. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden all those guys are competing with each other for the 10 spots where you're actually going to get paid. So for the golf ones, I go, I tend to, you know, just try to pick a couple of runners and, and hope to run good. Um, but for uh, you know for some of the other pools, it does make sense to di- diversify more. Like in the NFL, Calcutta, uh, we went in with the strategy of you know we want to try to get the Bills. We think they're undervalued by market. So anyone walking in with a fair that's tied to say the Chris futures prices, we're going to have as um, higher price than them. Um, and so you know we'll we'll try to scoop the Bills. And then we want to we want a runner in the uh, in the NFC as well because you know obviously uh, you know if you have two two runners in the AFC, then, you know, they cancel each other out to a degree in terms of total ceiling. So, uh, you know,
0: diversifying in that way it makes sense as well. I love it. Well, after the break, we won't necessarily press Drew for his Calcutta strategy in this specific one because he might tip his hand if anybody's listening in his Calcutta. <laughs> but we will ask him for his master's picks and anything he has going in the NBA tonight as the NBA resumes after a night off. The final week of the season, it's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
2: numbers game. Gil Alexander on v the sports betting
0: network. Numbers Game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love. BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. This Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in. Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 skill alexander we get tweets at beating the book I just want to read just just this one right now we will get to some of the others later uh this is from bruce do biggin who says or bruce dow biggin who says uh can say from experience that mop slash mvp votes on deadline are (laughs) are foobar i'll let you all look look that up uh why do why do we still let media decide so many awards with so much money on the line why are people writing the news making the news foobar jeff foobar uh, Drew Dentsick is back with us. Drew, by the way, uh, let me just say this because I didn't get a chance to talk about it yesterday. And it's sort of bad form to say, oh, I was at this great event and you guys weren't. Uh, <laughs> uh, you don't want to do that, right? You don't want to make a living doing that. Uh, Bet Bash 2 was this weekend. You were missed. You were sorely missed, oh. man. And I just want to say uh, it was the good. Shout out to Spanky and Matt Metcalf and Derek Stevens, everybody who put this on over at Circa. This was the greatest sports betting conference in the history of planet earth. Uh let's say western hemisphere. I don't know what what happens on the uh you know across the pond. But western hemisphere was and you were sorely missed man. We missed you there. Ah uh, well, yeah, no I I definitely uh
2: had uh remorse not being there. Uh f- so, yeah, family obligations kept me away, unfortunately. But uh, it looked like everybody had a great time, and uh, you know, yeah, again, congratulations for sp- to Spanky specifically for, yeah. uh, uh, you know, for putting on such a smashing success.
0: By the way, uh, yeah, from the legends down, from Roxy Roxborough, Scotty Shetler down, Chrissy, of course, and Vinny, and all these guys, Jimmy, just amazing, all the way down to awesome. people. It was great just just connecting names with faces, right? Over the no. years, the people that you've known, I, I met Rob Bizzola for the first time. right? I hadn't met him before. Finally, <laughs> met Rob. Uh, so great just, connection. Yeah, just great to just great to connect with folks. Uh, EV, Got a lot of people to get packed you on the back.
2: Hey, thanks for the eager pick at the Miami Open. Appreciate there that. Was, there was there was there was twenty
0: or thirty of those. Yes, and uh, and. Uh, uh, you know, Jason Weingart, it's so gratifying to watch Jason go around. People just shout at him, go, Otani! Oh, Tani, yeah. right? They don't even say hi to him. Right? Oh, yeah. They're just screaming bets at him. So it was it was fabulous. Anyway, we, we wished you were there as well. By the way, for those That's who great. are wondering why, why it's called the Calcutta, what we were just talking about, uh, it's, it goes back, at least it's, it's believed that it traces back to the 1800s in the oh. city of Kolkata, by the way, in India, as it was called at the time, at the Royal Calcutta Turf Club, one of the oldest golf courses. Uh, In the world known as the St. Andrews of Asia. And so that is why it's called what it is called for those who that is outstanding. There you go. You know, you might learn something if you if you don't uh, don't be if you're not careful. Okay, so your actual master's picks. What have you made so far?
2: uh right now i don't have anything that i'm going in with a clean mind and true fares here as i am you know currently looking at uh you know bidding into this market tomorrow for the uh, high stakes pool um i can tell you that in general my my uh numbers think that the top of the market is a little bit overpriced uh there is I can't get anywhere close to this current price right now on Justin Thomas, for instance. Um, I think realistically, Rom um, is overpriced at this point, considering his, you know, his current form and some of the, you know, performances we've seen from him so far this year. Um, and just in general, don't love his fit with Augusta as much as I do for other courses like the U.S. Open. So I'm going to pass on Rom. Surely, um, my uh, prices. I think the price on Scheffler too high. I think the price on Rory's too high. Uh, Matsuyama is a scratch. Just because of the injury uh cam smith is uh been bet down phenomenally from like in the you could have gotten him in the 30 33 to 1 ballpark um before his players win uh he is now down into the 14 to one range um that's a fair adjustment but uh, a little bit aggressive if he you know, if he, uh, comes out of the gate slow, but he is still within reach after round one, that's a player that I would add, uh, kind of in running, uh, as a, you know, realistic shot to win this and, you know, just hoping to get a better price than is currently available. Some of it is obviously, um, I have, a uh, uh you know, rumors for not getting involved earlier on Camp Smith, who is obviously, you know, he's such a perfect fit for this tournament and has played well here in the past. Um, Patrick Cantlay is a scratch for me. Dustin Johnson is a scratch for me. Xander Shoffley is a scratch for me. Victor Hovland is a scratch. Uh, Will Zalatoris uh, shows up on my numbers and one of the best, uh, you know, my one of my favorite golf guys is very confident in Zalatoris, at least hitting uh, the top of the board this week, if not winning it out, right? So, you're you literally is a the
0: one. first person, because I have a Zalatoris bet, because I just like the number, right? was 36 to one. You're the yeah, first yeah. person to mention him. As far as I can tell,
2: I I'm, I'm my fair for him is closer to 28.
0: Uh, I think he should
2: be in that Bryson range as a part, as opposed to kind of down in that next tier. Um, similarly, like if you're going to give me a choice between a guy like Shoffley at 20 to one or Bryson at 28 or Matsuyama at 33 or Zalatoris at 33, it's pretty obviously to me, Zalatoris, uh, just because of you know the, that his his ball striking and his approach game is so so phenomenal, and that's really kind of I upweight that big time in coming up with a fair for this particular uh, course. Um, and uh, yeah, I think you know the the guys that look the market looks cold on Zalatoris and Morkawa are the two that I'm surprised by. I would have thought both of those guys would have been in the high twenties, and you can get them for uh, for really uh, um, you know somewhat you know uh, you know favorable prices in my opinion.
0: So, so then heading into Thursday, then what do you anticipate you will have or what's the, what's the strategy moving forward? How will you attack this then? Well,
2: there are certain guys that I'm going to make sure I bid to market fair that I know I am low on. Mm -hmm. guy like rom a guy like uh justin thomas like i I have to be a little bit delicate with those guys but um you know like i know rufus is participating i know that in large you know and, and i know uh you know adam bjorn is participating like you know so i can look at the bet chris numbers and you know just generally have a gauge of where those guys will stop um in terms of what the market you know what their fair you know pot percentage would be so uh, a couple of these guys at the top i need to make sure they actually get to or exceed what um, my fair price is and then some of these guys that are in the middle that i'm higher on than the market like zeltaurus and uh, and uh joaquin neiman um morikawa uh, i'm gonna swing a little harder on and you know in general the way a Calcut works and this is kind of the last tip and and just in general thought Whoever gets bid early, and that's random, right? You you shuffle up, you know, who lands in the you know to be bid in the first handful of golfers. Those tend to always be the most plus EV when it's all said and done, because nobody really has a fair pot projection when you start. And so you think the pot's gonna come in low. The first couple of golfers, people are like, ah, eh, I didn't really love him. You yeah, know, I'm not gonna go over my fare for that guy. And then the next thing you know, the pot projection grows from about the quarter mark to about the three-quarter mark of a Calcutta almost everybody's pot projection tends to go up. And that is because whoever ends up getting golfer X is because they had them as the highest percent of the pot, right? And so naturally, you are kind of building in more than 100% of the pot based on who gets who. Um, and so pot tends to grow. So in, it's almost blindly plus EV just to try to get a couple of the guys at early on in the in the stakes.
0: Real quick, and let's go 30 seconds because I want to get some NBA thoughts from you, but where do you stand on Tiger? Uh, we have screens on here. Tiger looks fantastic, by the way, to the eye. I don't know how he's going to score. I don't know if he's going to make the cut. But, like, to the naked eye, you're like, yeah, looks fine to me.
2: I mean, best of luck coming up with a fair for him. Yeah. Um, I give him a little over 50-50 to make the cut. Uh, I am hopeful that he is kind of part of the narrative of the weekend. Um, But ultimately, I won't hesitate uh, to bet against him round three, round four matchups if the opportunity presents because the market looks – tilted in his favor against my fair numbers like I'm, i give him about a half a percent chance to win this thing i would make him 200 to one um i don't think there's a, a plus ev bet to be made right now for him to finish win top x you name it i think it's all tilted and uh you know we're gonna i would like to see him make it to the weekend and see if the uh the fitness question marks uh, end up rearing their ugly head on sat- saturday and sunday um but uh you know at the same time like if he ends up you know, making a story out of this, it'll be an enjoyable experience as a as a, someone who's enjoyed golf and enjoyed Tiger. Now, this, this is this is the 25th anniversary of his first Masters win, which is absolutely incredible. Incredible. Um, we, all and, old,
0: yeah. we all got old, Drew. We all got old. All right, yeah. uh, for, uh, NBA. All kinds of playoff and play-in implications tonight. Do you have a player too?
2: yeah you know i like a couple of the dogs i see uh, rest advantages for atlanta over toronto i see rest advantages for charlotte over miami Uh, so i took the points with both of those teams toronto i i grabbed at i mean uh, atlanta i grabbed at plus four against toronto and charlotte i got at five and a half against miami i think uh, in general uh, this week there's a lot of teams that are uh, checking out and or um you know using this week to uh to get their players some extra rest i don't think anyone's interested in grinding their guys down uh with the uh, with the playoffs in you know approaching you know with the exception of the the atlantas of the world and the charlottes of the world that are going to do everything they can to get into that eight you know that eight uh, seven eight matchup as opposed to having to win two games to get into the playoff mix
0: all right, Drew. Enjoy everything, the Masters. Enjoy your Calcutta. Good luck at Whale underscore Capper for the great Drew Densick. And sorry about your uh, alma mater, Duke man, going out in the final. Oh, uh, that's all good. They went out. They went out competitively. That's all I could ask. All right. And at, you asked, and you shall, and you did receive. So there you go, Drew Densick. Everybody, thank you, Drew. Hey, best of luck, guys. You too, Jeff and I. Coming back on college hoops, and then some Champions League with ball card numbers game. Visa, the sports betting network.
2: Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network.
0: Opening day and the opening round of the Masters are the same day, so that first week of April will be jam packed. This week, that is, with betting intel from our experts. We got a breakdown of every golfer in the field, plus futures bets and matchups from the long shots curve. Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, and Matt Humans. Sign up today, get full access to VSIN through the start of baseball season, the Masters, and the NFL draft for only nine At vsin.com slash spring. I almost said splash spring. Skill Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. We get tweets at Beating the Book. This is from uh, It's Not Juice If You Win. Hey, what, whatever happened with your uh, French Open bet from uh, a few years ago? Um, and do you play MLB Survivor? A couple questions from uh, It's Not Juice If You Win. I don't play MLB Survivor because, Lord knows, I need to maintain some sort of life with me, and I'm just doing too much, so I can't do that um, for a full season. And uh, as far as the other one, uh, yes, despite the uh, journalistic integrity of things like the Las Vegas Review-Journal, it's all still pending. All still pending. Um, this is from Bainbridge DeWeese. Is there a way to listen to your Bet Bash panel in podcast form? Uh, there is not. Um, those panels are going to be for the attendees of BetBash 2. That was this weekend. So they will not be available in podcast form. Uh, I don't believe whether those those plans will change. That's up to Spanky and up to Matt Metcalf and the guys who ran that uh, panel. But as of now, there are no plans to release them. Um, and, And it really is. I mean, it really was epic. Here's the thing. It's. I always talk about the MIT Sloan Sports Conferences from years ago. That's where a lot of us met. That's where I met Spanky. That's where I met Jason finally face-to-face years ago. So many of us, uh, both in front of the scenes, behind the scenes of sports betting, met there. And this was really like the evolution almost of that to, to its most awesome form. And I just want to thank all of the listeners to... To VEASAN and to this show specifically who who came up uh, if you ever wondered if if you resonate with people it's corroborated by that so and there's so many people who walked up and I 'm going to forget everybody's names, but Zach and Adam and Brad and uh, there's so many other names i 'm going to forget people, but everyone who walked up and, and said something um, just really appreciate the interaction this weekend. And I hope you had a great time at the conference the better life Tim Tim Lawson smart bets and geography lessons can 't beat the value. Uh, of a numbers game here at Visa. We, we appreciate that. And thank you, by the way, Jeff. You were on Tim Lawson's podcast. And you had a great episode with him. You were also on Will Hill's podcast. I retweeted, Jeff Parl's podcast guest extraordinaire. You're everywhere.
1: Uh, the Will Hill one was unfortunate for timing because DeGrom legitimately was announced to be hurt two hours oh. after we recorded that. Jeez. So that would have changed. That would have would have been a little less cheery as I was uh, with uh, Will on the, of course, the New York City uh, CityCast, uh, which you can get anywhere podcasts are, and I, I, had a, I had a ball with Tim Lawson. What a what a fun podcast that was, Gil. I, I just hope that it came across uh, while listening. Uh, just it how totally, fun came, totally uh, came. We across. were having on that.
0: Totally came across that you guys were having fun, and, and I appreciate the kind words. And let me just say this: I I apologize because I'm only I'm trying to come up with names of people at, at the conference that that approached. It was there were so many, um, and so I am inevitably going to forget. Uh, most of them, I just riffed off three that I can remember off the top of my head. Who I probably spent the most time with, but it was just—it was just so wonderful to meet people. And um, Jeff, next time you should be there. Tim Lawson should be there. Who you did the podcast with? Everybody should be there, as that as that conference will inevitably grow.
1: Yeah. They also, uh, I'll give uh, Bob, who is listening, who listens to us every day. I was up at Stadium Swim for a little bit during the North Carolina Duke game, uh, while uh, of course uh, everyone was having a good time. Uh, Up there by that pool, Bob, of one of our listeners, Bob came talk to me for about 15 minutes. It's really cool to just hear how many people appreciate what we do, Gil. It is, man. It's
0: it's, what's great. Like I said, it's great to associate, you know, people on Twitter with faces, right? And and folks who and tell their stories. It's always great to hear what people's backgrounds are and how they end up listening to us and and. uh, dealing with you know how, how their interactions with their significant others are when it comes to this the so many funny the, so many funny stories the the pool thing is the one thing i opted out of cuz i was betting all day saturday i had to i had to be in my cocoon with ega playing naomi i didn't want to be distracted by that and then i was betting uh, other tennis uh, that day and then of course uh, the semifinals but everything else my goodness legacy club friday night saturday night sunday night i had never been up there at Circa before what a facility what a what a what a spot that is what a view uh, to the rest of the town. As far as the game last night, uh, in case you missed it, it, it was one of the great ones. One of the great championship games of all time. And that's saying something because obviously, you know, 82, 83, um, leap to mind in my childhood is the great ones. And there are so many through the years, but my goodness was this good last night. UNC uh, trailed seven to nothing to begin the game. And then at 22, 22, they had fought back to tie it. They go on a 16 and nothing run. Sixteen to nothing run at that point to go up thirty-eight to twenty-two. So basically, after after trailing seven to nothing, they outscored Kansas thirty-eight to fifteen. Just absolutely rolled them. Sixteen to nothing run. Part of that, of course, and they led by fifteen at the half. They led forty to twenty-five at the half. Now, Jeff, was there a thought in your head at halftime that Kansas
1: had a prayer to come back and win this? Seriously, very small. Very small, because what was still lingering in the back of my brain was the 25-point collapse against Baylor mm-hmm. by North Carolina, where I thought if Kansas decided to press a little bit and try to speed UNC up, try to turn UNC over like Baylor was able to, uh, I thought, all right, maybe. I did take Kansas plus, uh, I guess it was plus eight at halftime for the game. Uh, but no, I would have expected North Carolina to win that game with the way that they played that first half, kill.
0: Well, it, it ends up as you said earlier. It ends up being the largest comeback in championship game history. Kansas, in the first ten minutes of the second half, outscore Carolina thirty-one to ten. I mean, they ate, they ate into that lead so quickly. That was the key, right? That it was. It wasn't like this slow climb up a mountain. Man, they were almost at the at the peak of the mountain. Quick, halfway through the second half. After a 31-10 run, Kansas was up 56-50. to 50. There was a moment there where you're like, is Kansas going to actually run away with this? This cannot be happening. Well, they didn't run away with it, uh, but they end up getting it done. Each team in the end led this game for 18 minutes and 32 seconds each. That's how even this was. Each team led for 18 minutes and 32 seconds each. The rest of it, they were tied. And in the end, Kansas shot better than 57% in the second half of the last three games of March Madness. Miami, Villanova, and Carolina. They shot 57, better than 57% in the second halves of all three of those games, and they held all of their tournament opponents to under 40% shooting. They were awesome last night, and they deserved it. And – I agree with Charles Barkley in some sense that we already already covered the fact that I had McCormick as the MOP and how he didn't win is just ridiculous to me. And for those who had McCormick, I I don't know how we didn't win. But I thought Brown was the best player on that court last night. I thought he brought them back in. Apparently it's not pronounced Braun now. It's Brown. Didn't know that. Uh, I thought his play early in the second half completely brought Kansas back into that game. And I will say – that Remy Martin, who I loved at Arizona State, he hit massive threes as well. And that's why when, when Drew said it, uh, Abaji wasn't even one of the top three players on Kansas last night. He ends up winning MOP, but, that, but I just thought they were phenomenal through it all. And then at the end of the game, let me just say this. Oh, I know you wanted to jump in, Jeff. Go ahead. You go ahead and say what you oh, want to
1: okay. say. Oh, I, okay, because I know where we're, we're yeah. going here. Because Remy Martin, the full Remy Martin experience happened last night yeah. where he was virtually unplayable in the first half. And then hits probably the three biggest shots that Kansas hit other than the one at the end by McCormick to put him up three. Incredible performance. And I'm with you on, on Brown as well. What a performance by him. And it can be forgotten in, in the grand scheme of things. But oh,
0: he was phenomenal. He in was that phenomenal. Game. phenomenal. They don't win without him. He was 100%. phenomenal. And Bill Self gets his second title. And congratulations to Kansas. How about uh, at the end? Kansas is up three. And we're sending back text and forth. Everybody is. Felika and I were. Felika will be joining us here at the top of the hour. You got a failure, right? You got a failure. I think you do. But then I will tell you this. I thought Brown made a great play not fouling Caleb Love because it looked like Love could, could rise up at any second, right? And so he made a great play not fouling, so I really didn't have a problem with it. What I did have a problem with was Jim Nance, Bill Raftery, and Grant Hill never even bringing it up as a strategic possibility. Like, is the generation gap so big that we don't talk about that? We're not allowed to bring that up? That drove me crazy. At least bring it up.
1: No? I was, I was, I was surprised. I was surprised it wasn't brought up. And I, I nance, was, uh, nance
0: was too busy thinking about what he was going to say. <laughs> if either team won. He was like self-important. No, he was, he was, he was going through in his mind. He was like doing a workshopping of them.
1: Gil, the, the one thing that I will say, because there are a lot of people who were blasting self at the end. For them not fouling, but the way that that play went, unless if the foul was committed as soon as the ball is inbounded, I agree. You were in a pos- position, and especially can't trust college refs yep. to get it right. Where if Love just decides to go up at all, he's getting three free throws if there's a foul committed, and it was perfect defense from from Brown. Just a, again, phenomenal play by by a guy who played. Absolutely incredible, last night.
0: completely agree, and I'm a Fowler, right? I am. I am 100%. always pro Fowler. So am I. But, but the, I thought uh, I really did. Given how the play worked out, and you know, Love is just super quick with his, with his with the you know his moves, and I was just like, that was perfectly played, perfectly played. The shot is harmless, and Kansas is your national title holders, and the championship formula works out again. Works out again, Kansas getting it done. Somebody was like, Oh, what a fluky win. I was like, Well, it has been a fluke for three or four decades now, that championship formula. Paul Carr, his thoughts on it, and of course the Champions League next.
2: The numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network.
0: BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game, and if either team hits a three pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Plus, you'll earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for online bonuses or converted into comps at over 20 MGM resorts nationwide. BetMGM, proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if three-pointers made in the game you wager on. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Skill Alexander, uh, we do have a tennis pick later. We do have a tennis pick coming up. We only had one tennis pick yesterday. It did not win. It was a dog uh, on Heather Watson. She did not win. She lost in straight sets. It is the beginning, the very beginning of clay court season, so we are treading super-duper lightly. Uh, Don't expect a high volume of picks this week, um, but we will have a trickle of them To be sure, we got one coming up. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, he's here to talk Champions League, but I want to get his reaction to the game last night. The reason I'm laughing is because Paul Carr had the greatest uh, in the the game of what will Jim Nance concoct with whoever wins this game uh, last night. Paul had a great guess. What was it, Paul? What did you think Nance was going to blurt out at the end? I was going for, regardless of which team wins, the bluest of the blue bloods. Is the, national love champion. the bluest of the blue bloods. That would have been a tongue twister for him to say. Uh, I would imagine he would. He actually didn't. He wasn't able to like yeah. get one out last night because it was so, so frenzied at the end. I was a little
3: disappointed, but yeah, just such the nature of the game. He, he pulled out a Jayhawk juggernaut thing when they were
0: going to break a minute yes. or two later. But yes. I was
3: a little disappointed. We didn't get the true Nances. He,
0: he did pull out the Jayhawk juggernaut. That's right. Alliteration from me, Jim. On the Jayhawk juggernaut, uh, he, there was another. I got in an argument on text with someone yesterday. My buddy, who clearly had a bet on Carolina, right? But he, <laughs> even though he didn't admit this, but he was texting me. He was like, "Oh, did you see the last play?" He was like, "Abaji straight tripped, uh, stripped, uh, uh, man, yeah, Monic going to the manic. corner, yeah, going to the corner." I was like, "He didn't like. He, I didn't think he tripped him. I think he just like, think... he just yeah. ran over his leg, kind of thing, didn't he?" I thought that just got tangled up. I never saw a great
3: replay, but it didn't, you know, there was no shove or sticking a leg out or anything like that. It looked incidental
0: to me. You too thought that McCormick should have been most outstanding player. And you had one simple stat you wanted to share.
3: Yeah. I mean, let's, let's even go simpler. He had the most points of any KU player in the final four. He had 40 Abachi had 33, but I think the more telling one is plus minus, which can be a noisy stat, Mm -hmm. but they were plus 41 when he was on the court and they were minus 22 without him.
0: For the whole I mean, tournament?
3: No, just for the final four. Oh, for the final four. Right, right, yeah. right. Plus 41 so, I mean, and minus 20.
0: That's all you need to know. And if, and
3: if you watched either of the games, you could tell how different the offense was, how different the rebounding was when he wasn't on the floor. And look, I'm on the text chain with a bunch of KU fans. And for much of the season, a lot of us have been dogging McCormick because just you know hasn't always been playing at his best. Mm-hmm. And all of us were still on the spectrum from confused to outraged that he wasn't
0: the most outstanding player. Right. Right, though, you get the championship, and I'm. Sure. Yeah, you're a huge game. Yeah, right?
3: yeah, yeah, Girl, live about half hour from campus. Yeah, uh, I still uh, in 1988 when they won the title, my dad made me go to bed at halftime when it was 50 because oh, I was man. a little kid. So I've been kind of holding that over his head for you know twenty years. And so last night I got to watch <laughs> with him, and he let me
0: stay up for the whole thing, which was very nice of yeah, him. That was very nice of your dad. You're, of course, referring to Danny Manning and the Miracles back in 1988, yeah. um, taking it over uh, Oklahoma, I believe it was that year, mm-hmm. right? Ha- yep. uh, Hor- Harvey Grant in Oklahoma. Stacy King. Stacey yep. King, yeah. Oh, those M- Mookie teams. Blaylock. Mookie Blaylock. Oh, my God. yeah, Another star-studded team from back in the day that did not win a national championship. All
3: right. Um, World Cup draw, your reaction I mean from a US standpoint it's a decent draw could have been better could have been worse uh we don't know the fourth US opponent yet so if you're looking to bet at that group I'm staying away from that uh if you want some fun play I like Canada to get out of the group I think Mexico's got a real good shot to get out of the group Senegal uh maybe a dark horse to win that group A but yeah it's, there's no uh, group of death, and not so much for the terminology, but just because FIFA has made the seeding process better. But, uh, yeah, fun draw, very excited, only six months till the tournament now.
0: Okay, only six months, yeah, again, we, we brought this <laughs> up last time, but it's like, it's in November. Paul, yeah. how, how much are we really, I mean, we'll have segments, we'll talk about it, but it's like in the heart of football season, our football, Yeah, it just sucks. Like
3: it's, come it, on, it is. I mean, as I love the World Cup as much as anybody, yeah. and I'm going to be very confused because instead of just you know, it's usually in the perfect time, this lull of summer. You know, it starts about the time the NBA and NHL finals are wrapping up, and it's yeah. about all that's going on.
0: And well, not so much you're just going to be very confused. You just have to have a World Cup in Cotter, Paul. Yeah, I mean, you just have to. You know how it is. And it's it's hot there in the summer. Who knew? Yeah. I'm sure it's above board. I'm sure it's all above board. All right. Oh, right. Champions League. Uh, cool. We we are at the quarterfinals of the Champions League. We have yeah. two games today. We have two games tomorrow. Uh, let's start with the one that you don't have any real play on, and that's the uh, the Man City-Atletico Madrid game. Uh, Premier League, La Liga, hooking up here in this. You don't have a play on this. I just don't have a feel for this game. I feel like everything's on the table.
3: You know, I mean, the obvious thing is that, cities at home they're the best team they're going to win this handily this first leg at the very least but atletico has this champions league magic uh, we saw it against manchester united where they just they defend well they limit your opportunities they sneak a goal on the counter so yeah, I could see City winning this 3-0. I could see Atletico pulling a 1-0 win out of nowhere. So I, wow. I'm staying away from this just because just I don't have a feel
0: for what could happen. I think everything's on the board here. Atleti is a plus 875 dog in this game, too. That's a that's a nice price. Yeah. All right. Uh, what about Benfica from Portugal, the Primera Liga? Uh, Benfica against Liverpool in today's match. This is 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific. Yeah, this is Liverpool got the one of the good draws in the quarterfinals,
3: and I like them in this game. Uh, they've I like them laying the goal line minus one and a half. I'll lay it uh, even money is what I got. I saw it at plus 110 this morning. So better price might be out there. They've won 27 of 48 games this season by multiple goals. That's more than half and more than half away from home to uh, and and we saw Ajax last round against Benfica really went at Benfica early and put a couple goals on them in the first half. Could have been easily one or two more. Uh, and, but then Ajax didn't have the defense to kind of hold them off in the second half. Liverpool has that defense. Um, they've got a better attack, so I think they'll be able to put up some goals. I think the defense will hold strong, and I think Liverpool will kind of cruise in this
0: one. So I'll lay the goal line there. Liverpool laying the goal line, laying the goal and a half over uh, Benfica today. Plus 100, always shop around for the price. Then tomorrow... Let's start yeah, with Chelsea. Yeah. Start with Chelsea and Real Madrid. Yes. Yeah, so we're, we're going back to the under train that was so
3: successful for a good chunk of last season. Uh, both these teams kind of scuffling. Chelsea got smoked by Brentford over the weekend. Uh, Real Madrid got Uh, destroyed 4-0 by Barcelona a couple weeks ago. Uh, But I think the way this will play out, I think Real Madrid's going to approach this a lot like, again, last leg against PSG where they just bunker down on the road and were happy to get home, down a goal or try to pull out a scoreless draw, something like that. Chelsea's attack has not been clicking at all. Uh, And Chelsea dominated Real Madrid last year. I think it might look a lot like that this year, but Chelsea's Offense, again, Lukaku we thought was the perfect piece for them, but he has not fit into this attack super well. So I think it's going to be low scoring one way or the other. Uh, I'm taking under two and a half goals, minus 135. Uh, my price would play a little bit uh, shorter if necessary, but not a whole lot.
0: All right. And then also tomorrow, uh, Bayern Munich from Bundesliga, Villarreal, or as we like to say at Villarreal, from uh, La Liga. You like, like Bayern Munich here, of course. I know you. I, do. I like you trill on the Rs a lot too. Hey man, um, <laughs>
3: Castellanos. Yes, I, I like Bayern here. This is a not overthink it pick. Uh, taking Bayern to win minus 160. I think it's around minus 180 some places now. So that's about as far as I would go. Uh, this falls into my don't overthink it category. Look, VRL is, is a good team. and I'm not overlooking them, but they are a defending counter type of team. Byron is going to be super happy about that because they will take their you know 65% of the ball and they. Well, grind out a goal one way or the other, maybe two or three. Uh, so, yeah, Villarreal's defense again. It's decent. It's not great. They struggled more against Real Madrid and Barcelona this year in La Liga, which are the two closest things that Spain has to a Bayern Munich attack. So, I think Bayern will do what Bayern does. They'll break through eventually. They'll get a goal or two, and they'll hold off
0: Real, and Bayern will get to take a Lead back to Allianz Arena next week. All right, Champions League quarterfinals again. Liverpool minus the goal and a half. That is today. No play on the Man City Atleti match that goes on uh, as well today. Tomorrow, Chelsea Real Madrid under two and a half goals, and then Bayern Munich Villarreal. Uh, Bayern Munich is the play minus one to sixty. Uh, last thing here, real quick. Back to the college basketball game, the uh, title game last night. Uh, we were talking Jeff and I before about how I couldn't believe how uh, how Nance. Hill and Raftery didn't bring up even the possibility of fouling. But then I also said, having said that, I actually liked that Brown didn't foul love. You agree with both of those things. Yeah. I kept waiting for them to say something and they never did.
3: And then, yeah, I mean, Brown had, like he, if, if you do it in that situation, you have to do it immediately. Uh-oh. Like you have to be fouled before he gets the ball, almost. Yes. Um, so he had that split second window where he could have hammered him right away. Once he didn't do that, just play him straight up, make him take a twenty five 30 kind of like he did, and it all worked out.
0: Did you make a masters play? Anybody?
3: Uh, I have a masters pool coming up. Oh, I have some friends go. and I. Do. We draft you know guys from six different buckets. So
0: okay. Have some fun there. Everybody's got That's their. coming up now. Everybody's got their vehicle. I like it. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it, man. You bet. Have a good one. Paul Carr at Paul Carr from the Expected Value Podcast. Chris Valika's got Masters picks. That's next. Numbers game Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
3: Bet